give somebody the shot. I would have needed the Holy Ghost in that moment if this was my babies. Y'all, watch this. Family with children four and five years old say they were accidentally given full adult doses of the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine instead of flu shots. They say it happened on October 4th at the Walgreens on St. Joseph Avenue. The family of four includes two adults and two young children, both too young for the Pfizer or any other COVID vaccine. Well, the family's attorney, Daniel Tooley, shared with us what he says are vaccination cards given to the family by Walgreens. They show children born in 2016. And 2017 were given a Pfizer coronavirus vaccine. The family says they left the pharmacy thinking they had gotten their flu shots, but a Walgreens employee later called them and said they had made a mistake. Tooley says the children have been taken to a pediatric cardiologist, and the family was told both are showing signs of heart issues. We've reached out to Walgreens several times, but have not yet. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane, and um, yeah, those three clips are actually from TikTok, and this is what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about why society needs to influence our children. There's a lot to uncover, and I may get mean. Um, I don't know. I know at least like maybe one or two people have listened to my deleted episode and I regret deleting it because it's the exact same topic that I was talking that I'm going to be talking about today but um I said a lot of awful things and I had to delete it so um I'm not sorry for what I said but I am sorry of how I said it um I do my best not to curse on my podcast so, um, the whole thing was just mostly cuss words, so, um, but yes, we're going to be talking about children, and, um, it, when it comes to the issues that children experience in life, um, that makes me very, very passionate and angry about, um, why children need to be going through the things that they go through on a daily basis, this, you know, this, you know, century, this generation. I I just don't like it. I don't like what's going on. So we're going to talk about it. 
So jump into the muddy, nasty trenches with me because it's almost filled to the top and, you know, let's clean this, you know, crap out. you are for the vaccine and you're for the vaccine getting into children children receiving the vaccine you are an accessory to murder sorry not sorry if you have vaccinated your child or you are for the vaccination of children you are an accessory to murder you are no better than a murderer and I understand that there are people out there that don't necessarily know the reality of what's going on in the vaccine. Let me educate you. Okay, we're gonna read this article real quick. Let's see here. September 2021, there were 1,645 deaths where the person died shortly after receiving one of the coronavirus vaccines. I'm gonna let that sink in. We're gonna read some more. Alright. Let's see. August 21, or yeah, August 2021, 2021 in Northern Ireland. Uh, there were four, four deaths in England, zero deaths in Wales, four deaths in Scotland, and one in Northern Ireland. Um, of these four in Scotland and one in Northern Ireland had the vaccine as the underlying cause of death. This meant that there were nine deaths in the UK that involved the vaccine, meaning the vaccine contributed to their death. Which, of which five had the vaccine as the underlying cause, meaning the vaccine initiated a chain of events directly leading to the death. <clears throat> so... Why would you want to why would you want to stab your child with one of these uh vaccines when your child could just become a death statistic? Hmm? I'm sorry there's a lot of long pauses, but I'm doing my best to choose my words wisely because the parents who don't educate themselves in order to protect their children from this, you're an accessory to murder. You're murdering your your own children. I I can't say it any any better than that. I I can't say it in any other way. You have to educate yourself when it comes to your children. Don't always trust the government. The government hates us. The government thinks that we're cattle. The government thinks that if we are scared enough, we will be controllable. And guess what, guys? We're actually proving their point. We're actually proving their belief. You know, that's, that's shameful to me. As an American, as somebody who, who lives in America, who lives in the U.S., I see my friends, my family getting the vaccine, and they're so controllable. 
No wonder the government calls us cattle. No wonder the elites call us cattle. We're being branded by the vaccine. We are being marked by the vaccine. And they want our children. You want to know why? Because the children are our future. The children are the future of the world. Okay? It's not just the future of America. It's the future of the world. Because children are easily impressionable, they're easily taught, and they're easily manipulated because all they know is innocence. So when they hear that their mom and dad are going to give them the shot, well of course they're not going to like it because kids don't like shots, they don't like pain. But guess what? They don't have a voice. So they're most likely just going to obey their parents. We need to start giving children a voice more. I don't know, I'm not going to stay on this topic for very long, but um... I don't like it when children are endangered. I don't like when children are put in dangerous situations. I don't like it when children are molested. I don't like it when children are raped. I don't like it when children are kidnapped, trafficked and bought and sold and slaughtered for the gain of people. And it happens every day. It happens every single day. You know what I learned about human trafficking? And I know I'm getting off the topic of vaccination. I kind of want to because this isn't just about vaccines. It's about a whole lot of things um, I want to talk about. The whole topic today is children and and why we should start protecting our children a whole lot more. Um, but the one thing that I learned about um, child trafficking, all right, this is probably gonna blow your mind. This probably won't surprise you. For those of you who aren't surprised, neither am I. But it, it, still, it still breaks my heart. Um, there are so many children out there that don't have a social security card, a birth certificate, or any means of identification. There are children out there that were born and bred to be trafficked, which means to the system that they do not exist. There are thousands, probably even millions of children out there that are unaccounted for, that have been lost to the system that don't exist to the American people that are being trafficked the day they are born. Their sole purpose is sex. They, they are raped, they are molested, they are abused up until the day they die. Human trafficking has always been a business. It's never been just something taboo for people to to hear about. It's it's been a business from the get-go. Um, human trafficking is a big booming business. People need to understand that. It's not just something that's wrong that is going on. Of course it's wrong for any human to go through any suffering, especially a child, when they become victims of of evil people, pedophiles, the elites in the government, in the CIA, the FBI, even celebrities. At some point, maybe I'll um, expose some celebrities. 
but then again, I think a lot of people have been doing a pretty good job of exposing a lot of celebrities, of grooming, of pedophilia, abuse, and rape. To all of those people who are working really hard to do that, I applaud you, keep going, you deserve a fucking medal. But, um... Human trafficking, child trafficking has always been a business. It's been a business from the very start. There have been... I don't even know where it has even started. It probably has just started from the beginning of time because someone decided to have sex with a child and thought that that would be a very good business to start. And it's just become this evil and demented um, business for the victimization of children. And the thing is, is that now all of this stuff is starting to become public. We're starting to see a lot of the tactics and a lot of the things that children are going through not just in human trafficking or child trafficking, but we're starting to see the, the tactics of traffickers and of people that want to sell your children and kidnap them, kidnap their children and sell them. One of the main reasons why some children are, you know, they end up missing is because they've been kidnapped and sold into sexual slavery. All those missing children posters, they've been sold into sex slavery. Most of them. You want to know why you can't find them? It's because they've taken away their identity. They've stripped your children. They've stripped the missing children of their identity. They have made them look completely different in order for the police never to find them. And sometimes even the police department is part of the human trafficking business. Yes, I believe that there are toxic police departments and toxic cops that are part of this as well. You will not believe where pedophilia and all of this stuff has creeped into the cracks of our upright and righteous law system. You, you, you would never guess how many people are into molesting children. You will not believe how many people, how many celebrities, how many people in the government, in the CIA, FBI, who are sheltering this business in order for their own pleasures. And to those, all right, to those who are into that, to those who are pedophiles and those who are into the sex trafficking business, you better be afraid to die and face judgment. You better be afraid to die. Because, listen, I'm a believer. I don't care what you believe. But if that was me, I'd be terrified to face God. I'd be petrified. The very fact that you would want to traumatize a child is beyond my imagination of reasoning. 
It's beyond my own mind of reasoning why anyone would want to hurt a child. And you know what's worse? You know, we, we talk about children being trafficked into sex and all of this. But you know what's even worse? You know what I found out just last year? That adrenochrome is actually a thing. And you know, I know it has been public for a while, around last year, I don't remember how it came to be, but adrenochrome is when a child is hung by the neck and they're completely scared. Their adrenaline is rushing through their body. And I'm sorry, give me a second. I, before I even go any further, if you are triggered by any violence, by any abuse, by anything, by any torture, please turn off my podcast right now because I don't want to scare you. I understand that being triggered is a thing. It has nothing to do with the far left being too sensitive about being offended. We all know that being triggered is a mentally th- a mental thing. We all know that. So yes, I believe that being triggered is a thing, and please do not let me be a liability to you being triggered. I want my listeners safe, so please understand that what I'm about to say is going to be very unfiltered because I believe that my listeners need to know. But if your stomach is too sensitive, if your mind is too sensitive, and you are still going, you're going through your own thing, and you don't need to hear anything negative right now, please turn off my podcast. Okay? Please turn off my podcast. I do not want to be responsible for anyone hurting themselves or anything like that. But please understand that I care about my listeners and I do not get offended if you have to turn off my podcast. I believe in the 100% cold hard truth, so when I do talk about this stuff, I want my listeners to be in a good sound mind state before they even decide to come and listen. But I do know that not all of my listeners are going to want to listen to this, so please understand that I'm just doing this for your own safety. Turn off my podcast if this is too much for you. I'll give you time. Alright, adrenochrome is where a child is being hung by the neck, and they're completely scared. They're beyond terrified. Adrenaline is pumping through their veins. And there is a chemical in their brain called adrenaline, of course. And they put this child... They tortured, basically, this child in many many ways. It doesn't have to be hung by the neck, but... What they basically do is they will torture this child until they are at the highest peak of fear and adrenaline that their brain can handle. 
and that um, adrenaline that is being secreted in the brain is um, being drained out of their brain, being drained out of their body. Um, their body is drained of blood until they die. Um, and celebrities drink this, uh, it has been, um, put into skincare, um, products. Uh, Johnson & Johnson has put baby tissue into their products. And, um, so yes, this is an actual thing. And if you don't believe me, look up Steve Harvey and baby foreskin. Because this woman that he has on his show has this skincare line and she says that Oprah uses it. Oprah uses this. And he asks, well, what's in it? Because the wrinkles in his hands like instantly like disappeared. And he... She basically says it's baby foreskin. Children are being slaughtered for the use of the elites. And to be honest, I might just have this up for a day and then delete it because of how intense this topic is. And for my own... <laughs> for my own sanity um, because what I tell you guys is very true it's not something that I, I wouldn't lie to you and if I do end up accidentally lying I do my best to check my sources and correct myself but this isn't a lie we have been told this all of our lives but we've just decided to laugh it off because all of the celebrities do all the celebrities, when they make this joke about using children as a skincare product, they uh, they laugh like they laugh it off like it's some sort of joke, and then we think it's a joke, but they've actually told us what they do. They told us what what they do. They've told us what they do to children. And we, we're just laughing at it because we want to seem important. We want to seem like we get the joke. We, we want to know that, you know, by laughing with our favorite celebrity that somehow that makes us important. I mean, do you ever wonder why a lot of celebrities never age? It's because they're drinking the children they're, they're, they're drinking the blood of children. Full of adrenaline, full of fear. Even Johnny Depp, he, um... God, I used to love him so much. But he acted in a movie where one of the main drugs that this... One of his friends was, um... Using, he just says, oh yeah, it's adrenochrome. And then he starts tasting it and he starts tripping out. I'm, I mean... A lot of this stuff that we are we are shown as kids or as adults in movies, shows, and everything, it is predictive programming. 
the Illuminati, the elites, the government, they all are a part of this grand scheme in order for us to live a lie. Like, they've concocted this whole simulation of life. I'm not saying, like, it's the Matrix or anything. But we were told to live a certain way in our lives in order for us to believe that the government has our best interests. Celebrities are people that we should look up to. No. These people are evil. These people are nasty. These people do not care about you. They think of you as cattle. I don't care if I sound like a crazy person. People who know the truth will believe me. People who are willing to listen, thank you for listening. I'm not here to pull your leg. I'm not here to play a joke. I'm not laughing. This is real. This is real. Just think about how many pandemic movies came out before the pandemic actually happened. I Am Legend, World War Z, The Stand by Stephen King. The show Hero talks about a virus and one, uh, what's his name, Mohinder. Dr. Mohinder actually finds a vaccine for this one person that has a virus. Not to mention all of the movies that are all about control and keeping the public or the people blind. That there's the Hunger Games, all about post-apocalyptic stuff. All about um, the elites using the people as chess pieces for their own entertainment. Then we have the Matrix where the main character basically wakes up and realizes that his reality is not real. And now he starts to fight the simulation. We have iRobot, where robots control the world. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the movie The Cave, but it's an actually really good movie. It's basically about this party that goes down into the caves uh, somewhere. I don't even know. They explore the caves and this parasite infects them like one on like one by one and it's almost like they're possessed an infection a parasite an infection hm. okay we have level 16 okay if you guys have not seen the movie level 16 it's on Netflix go ahead and watch it it is a good movie but it also is a very good depiction of what adrenochrome is and this movie just came out onto Netflix. You honestly don't believe that the government's trying to prepare us to be slaughtered? I won't tell you everything, but basically this is it's about a a group, like a school of girls who are supposed to be brought up in, you know, being like an upstanding woman and they have to have their face clear of any blemishes, they have to be healthy and all of this stuff. But basically they find out that they're being bought and sold. So, yes. Go ahead and watch it because 
that's probably the only depiction of adrenochrome that you will ever see. Okay? That's one of the first ones that I've seen. So when I say it's probably one of the only ones, it's probably the only one that we'll see in a very long time. And I mean, the list goes on. If you really sit down and look at your movie collection, you probably have at least one of these movies that I've talked about. Or have one of these movies that have the same type of theme to it. There's a reason why it's being pumped out. There's a reason why that pandemics, zombies, alright, government shutdowns and all this other stuff is being put into our movies. It's because they want us to be prepared for something. And the most subtle way and the most the most subtle way to telling us and us not realizing what we're being taught is through our shows and through our movies. Because why do we watch movies? It's an escape, right? It's an escape from our world. It's an escape from our own troubles for a little while, right? Exactly. That's why we don't think of it as anything else than a movie. It's because it's been designed to make you feel like it's just a movie. I want you to start really looking at what has been taught to us. Not to mention that the LGBTQ have decided to teach our children about gender and sex and a whole lot of other things that I feel like the parents should be teaching their children about. Before I say anything, just let me say this. If you are part of the LGBTQ and you believe that you're, you know, these children should be, you know, protected and that the LGBTQ has no business in the sexuality of children, I don't have a problem with you. I may have my opinions about the LGBTQ in general, but I don't have any problem with you as a person, okay? If you agree that children should be taught by their parents about this topic, I have no problem with you. What I do have a problem with is the people, the toxic people in the LGBTQ who think that it is okay to teach children about sexuality, gender, touching themselves, fisting, kink, all of this other stuff that should not be taught to children. Okay. I don't care what... I, I, don't, I don't care who you are. I, I just don't... <laughs> I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to argue with anybody who has a different opinion than me. Because you're not going to prove a point to me at all. Um, anybody who believes that children should belong in the LGBTQ parades and, you know, learn about this stuff at such a young age... Um, how does that not make you a pedophile? How does that not make you someone who is grooming a child into believing that it's okay to question their gender and their sexuality? 
Children don't know what gender or sexuality is. They shouldn't know. The only reason why I say I sh- they shouldn't know is because children are innocent. They should not be impressioned upon. They should not be influenced upon where they feel like it's important to know what sexuality and gender is. Children should stay innocent. I believe that children should just stay innocent. They should be innocent children. They should just not be a part of the LGBTQ until they come of age, whatever age that is, maybe, what, 16, where they're mature enough to know? Now, when I was a kid, when I was seven, you know, my parents taught me what intercourse was, what sex was. Um, They told me what it was, they told me the reason for it, and, and why people get married. You know, they want to have children, they want to have their own family. I didn't take it very well. (laughs) I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was unbelievable. Like, okay, um, this is what a man and a woman does to make a baby. Well, this is interesting. Like, mm -hmm. I I just laughed at my parents. I laughed at my mom and I'm just like, that's impossible. You know, so I was a child and I was being, you know, told what sex was. So... Even at that age, I didn't believe it. So, think about it. What reaction will a child have when you talk to them about homosexual sex? When you talk to them about gender identity and sexuality and all this other stuff? They're not going to care. So, stop. I, I, I just, I can't. Um... There are books now being published into schools teaching kids how to touch themselves, how to masturbate, how to fist each other. And I don't understand why any group of children would want to fist each other as a pastime because that's disgusting and that's something that, you know, adults do if they're into that crap. Why are you teaching our kids how to fist each other and how to, you know, do it in the butt? Why are you teaching our kids that when all they want to do is go outside during recess and play? Why are you bringing in drag queens reading to children about how it's okay for two princes to marry or two princesses to marry? Why Why do you believe that that is a thing that you should do? Why do you think that that is your responsibility to teach kids? There have been countless parents that have been in an uproar. They have gone to, um, what are they called? They've gone to school conferences whether or not this is the topic that they're going to be talking about because they can't get a word in edgewise because they, the school, the whole school system has decided that it's okay to teach kids from 5 to 12 
about homosexuality and all of this other stuff, and they don't want to hear it. So therefore, parents have to come in and start talking to them about a topic that they're not even talking about in order to get answers. That isn't okay with me. And I know it's not okay with a lot of parents. There have been even children that have said, I don't care about being taught about sexuality and gender and all of this stuff. There has been a high school woman who has stood up and told her teacher about, you know, how critical race theory and homosexuality should not be taught in schools. You know what she was called? She was called a domestic terrorist. Okay. But it's okay for the far left and it's okay for people who are part of the Black Lives Matter to deface governmental property and then everybody in America, including Black Lives Matter people who are involved in this, get to pay um, taxes on what we destroyed, on what they destroyed. That's okay. You know, people who aren't involved in any of that have to freaking pay taxes on the damage that people who have been rioting have damaged. I mean, the LGBTQ have decided to make a video, a music video of them saying, we're coming for your children. Okay, that wasn't a joke. They are. And let me be clear once more. If you are toxic and you believe that children should start dressing up as drag queens and think that it's okay for children to know what non-binary is and what homosexuality is and that it's okay to touch themselves by thinking of the same sex, I'm talking to you. Get a job. And please don't be a substitute teacher. There have been teachers that have been fired because they've taught children about the LGBTQ. Don't be a teacher because you will be fired. There have been so many people in the, involved in the LGBTQ that have said that the LGBT has become more toxic to even the people that are involved in it. So, LGBTQ members are against each other now. Let me just say this real quick. Alright. If you're teaching kids that aren't your kids, mind you. If you're teaching other kids that it's okay to touch themselves and it's okay to, to think about the same sex or the opposite sex or it's okay to feel like a boy or a girl when that's not what they're born as. How does that not make you somebody who is grooming a child? What do you intend to gain when you teach these kids this? That they're going to be the future of the LGBTQ? That you're raising up future homosexuals? and future transgenders 
How about you let kids think for themselves? So let's break down what grooming really is, okay? What is grooming? We've talked about this before. My whole series called The Pedophiles is all about grooming and all about pedophilia. So, you know, I know what the heck I'm talking about. All right, so what is grooming? Grooming is where an adult starts talking to an underage child or a teenager who is maybe 14, 15, 16, probably even younger than that talks to them, flirts to them over text message or even in real life, which is even worse to me, um, saying that they're sexy and, you know, teaching them things like teaching them how to touch themselves, teaching them how to do things, teaching them how to take sexy selfies, teaching them how to kiss another person who may be the same sex. Mm-hmm. You know where I'm going. Teaching them that it's okay to believe that you're homosexual, maybe. Grooming isn't just for pedophiles who like little girls or little boys. Grooming is a very wide range of things. So when I say that the LGBTQ, the toxic LGBTQ, the toxic part of that group is grooming our youth today, I mean it from the bottom of my freaking heart. Wasn't there a huge debate? Wasn't there like a huge uproar when Demi Lovato was like, best friend at the time, like he was a drag queen or something like that, and he said something along the lines of, children aren't as innocent as you think. Sometimes children are sexy. Bro, you're a pedophile. And you know what? I mean, Demi Lovato probably is too. Yep. If she's keeping that that kind of freaking company, mm. I don't have any hope for her. I don't believe that even though, yes, children can sometimes misbehave, okay? Sometimes they will end up talking to somebody online that they shouldn't. Yes, they will end up taking a sexy photo out of nowhere because they want to be loved, they want to be liked. Sometimes they might actually go into a hotel with a complete stranger that they've been talking to online for years and think that it's okay because they want to be loved. You want to know why the youth isn't as innocent today? It's because of you. It's because of the society that has put out the movie Cuties and think that it's okay for little girls to twerk on the floor. That it's okay during the auditions. That grown men were there supervising the auditions of this movie. There's a reason why there's not enough innocence in children now. Okay? It's because there's an absence of the father in the home. You talk about women being victimized and children being victimized. Fathers are being victimized. You guys talk about toxic masculinity. Well, guess what? There's toxic femininity. 
there has been an assault on fathers from the beginning. Some of them aren't even present in the home to raise their children. It even says in the Bible that a child left to himself will bring his parents to shame. That's not in the Bible for no reason. The reason why your children are talking to complete strangers online is because the father isn't there to monitor it. The father isn't there to protect their child or their daughter or their son. And therefore, guess what happens? That child becomes victimized, becomes a victim of murder, abuse, rape, pedophilia. The absence of a father is very, very life or death situation. It is very crucial that a father is involved in their children's lives. I've seen videos of, you know how like, there's um, videos of people setting up their um, boyfriend into, you know, cheating on them or something like that. Like it's a joke. Um, but then they realized, like, the girlfriend realized that, like, his intentions were real to cheat and stuff. You know, those, um, social experiment videos? Well, there was one that was very devastating, um, because there were, there was a version of a video like that. But it was, uh, the children and their parents. So, the parents wanted to know what the children would do if they were talking to somebody online and they invited them to a hotel room or a motel room. Children are a lot smarter than a lot of parents give them credit for. And that can be a good or bad thing. And in this case, it was a very bad thing. Of course, nothing really happened to this child. Nothing really happened, you know, thank God, you know. But this here is a prime example of what I mean when an absence of the father in the home can be very, very life-threatening to a child. There were these... there. Two parents, mother and father, they are in the home. They're present in the home. They've raised their child, okay? Now, when I say that a father who isn't present, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're not in the home, that they're not involved in their child's life. It means that if a father is in the home raising up their child, but they have missed a part of their life where they should be watchful over, that can still be very, very life-threatening to the child. So, the two parents keeping this child under surveillance, talking, this child is talking, their daughter is talking to this person online. This person invites them to a motel, okay? Parents didn't even know at all how... They didn't even realize that their daughter was able to pay for her own bus ride, her own city bus ride. They were not um, aware of the things that their daughter was capable of. She knew the directions. She knew everything. She was a smart kid. 
She was able to pay for her own bus fare. She was able to follow the directions to a T. And by the time they reached, she reached the motel room, her father came out and was like, Are you kidding me? You could have died. Somebody could have killed you. What were you thinking? Yes, children aren't as innocent as they should be. But I don't believe the society should take advantage of that. I think fathers should start coming back into the home. I feel, I believe that marriages should be put back together in order for the child's sake. I believe that the parents should stop they should turn off the television because God knows what the heck they're learning on the television now. Because we all know that the television is now a parenting uh, device to parent children while the, the parent is away. While the parent is not, you know, there. What are they learning? They're learning about sex, they're learning about homosexuality, they're learning about gender identity, they're learning about things that they shouldn't be learning about at such a very young age. And that's why, excuse me, that's why their um, innocence is being taken away. Why should society take advantage of that and say, that it's okay for a 12-year-old kid to become a drag queen? Why is it okay for a child to question their sexuality at such a young age? It's because the LGBTQ, it's because the society has said that it's okay for children to be part of the LGBTQ. Not to mention that a lot of kids now see kink in all of these gay parades and they're completely confused. They don't know what BDSM is. They don't know what fetishes are. And I've seen TikToks of people trying to explain to their children that it's okay because it makes them feel good. They, they wear chains and whips and leather stuff because it makes them feel good. Um, why do you have to teach your, your five-year-old child for that? What are you preparing him for? Are you preparing him to be kidnapped and defiled by a pedophile? Is that what you're trying to do? I've seen videos of a mother teaching her child to say, I'm gay. Her two-year-old baby. Her baby. She's teaching her child to believe her two-year-old baby. She's teaching her baby to believe that he's gay? Why? So the mother can be uh, a TikTok hero? So the mother can, you know, live her life vicariously through her child because she was never liked in high school? Well, no wonder. You've been brainwashing your child since birth. I would love to see the day when that child grows up and he ends up being straight. The look on the mother's face. I would love to take a picture of that. You cannot choose 
a child's sexuality for them. You cannot choose a child's gender identity for them. You cannot choose a child's kink. Okay, a child should not have a kink. But nowadays, it's okay to teach kids about kink. But you should not teach kids about kink, period. But you know what I'm trying to say. You don't pick things for your child. You don't pick things for children that aren't yours. Get your hands off of the youth. Get your hands off of the children. Because they're not yours. Quit parenting our children for us. We have children's shows that are now inclusive. And I don't understand why, because children don't care about sexuality, they don't care about the LGBTQ, they only care about being happy. They care about eating, playing, being loved by their family and parents, and sleeping. That's all they care about. And that's all they should care about. Quit teaching our kids, quit grooming our kids to be homosexual, to be transgender. Stop it. They're not your kids to parent. But two to three year old kids, maybe four to five year old kids, watch Blue's Clues. Why should a child learn about being non-binary, being homosexual, being transgender? Why? Why should a child that young learn about that? We have the Muppet Babies and they've turned one of my favorite Muppets into a drag queen, Gonzo, okay, wants to wear a dress to a princess tea party that he wasn't exactly invited to, and he ends up, he just turns up in a dress and it's okay. It's okay for children to be taught that. It's okay for a child to be to be taught that. Um, why? Why is it okay for children who don't even know what a drag queen is? Why should children be taught that? Tell me why. Children don't care about that. Children don't care about you like that. Only child the only thing that children care about is being loved. Why are you trying to corrupt that? We even have Shane Dawson, a YouTuber who has said many controversial things before. And I used to watch him. I absolutely loved this guy. He was just awesome. And yes, I know he was gay. That didn't really make a difference to me. Um, but when I found out that he said certain things, like he looked up naked baby on Google, and he just looked at a child, like a naked baby, a picture of a naked baby, and he's like, well, I can understand why pedophiles are into this. Why would you even say something like that, even if it was a joke? People are not going to take it as a joke. I mean, the things that he used to say, um, 
I, I don't know. Hopefully he's gotten better. Who knows? It's none of my business now. But can you imagine? Because there are children that watch him. There are teenagers that watch him. Why would you say something like that? I may have my opinions about the LGBTQ community in general, but the main part of why I'm completely against it is because of the toxic people that have infiltrated it, okay? Like I said, if you're not toxic, if you're not somebody that's, you know, pushing for, you know, same-sex marriage on children, if you're not you know, pushing the, your agenda. You're not pushing the LGBTQ, the toxic LGBTQ agenda onto children. I have no problem with you, okay? Sure, I may have opinions about your lifestyle, but I don't have any problem with you. You're going to live your life how you're going to live your life no matter how I say, no matter what I say. That's fine. I understand that. But when it comes to people in the gay community that are teaching kids about this stuff. That's where I have a problem. That's where I have a problem. That's the problem that I have. Because I want to protect children. I talk about pedophiles. I've, I've talked about people who, who groom children who abuse children because I care about your kids. I care about your kids because I know that there are parents out there that don't take this stuff seriously and I want to be able to wake them up. I want to be able to help them realize that this is not okay. Stuff like this is not okay. It should be talked about. It should be, um, it should be noticed. It should be looked for because if a pedophile comes up to your child and he poses as a same-sex person or a gay person or somebody who's part of the LGBTQ which I'm not gonna lie I know it's um, not something that the people in the LGBTQ actually talk about but in any any type of community, in any type of um, community, whether it be the Christian community or the LGBTQ or any type of other community, there's always going to be that one toxic, evil person. There's always going to be that one group of people that make it worse for everybody else. So, yes, I believe that pedophiles have infiltrated the LGBTQ just in order to get your kids just in order to abuse your kids. And I will say, on the other side, of course, there are people in the Christian community, the Catholic community, that have molested children, have raped children, that have victimized children. And I understand. I understand the hatred towards Christianity. I understand. I've been a Christian all of my life. I understand. I have gone through a lot Hang on, I'm running out of time, give me a second.
That was a lot, and it's time for a break. As a Christian, I've gone through a lot. I've gone through a lot in the church, and I've gone through a lot uh, dealing with people who say that they were Christians, and they just weren't. Um, but I've already talked about that before. But I understand the hurt and the hatred and the anger towards the Christian community. I really can. But I can also understand the... Um, I wouldn't say animosity, but the indifference uh, towards the LGBTQ community. Just because there are people, there are toxic people in that community that don't have um, good intentions for your children, and that's all we see, you know. So I believe that to every group there is a bad person no matter what they are no matter what community it is um there's always going to be a bad person or a bad group of people that ruin it anyway i think i'm gonna you know end this podcast here because i did talk a lot about a lot of things and uh to anybody you know who is in the situation who has been a victim in the situation trust me I'm not here to demonize anybody I'm not here to hurt anybody's feelings I'm my intention is not to necessarily offend anybody but if I do end up offending somebody I'm not sorry because people need to know but um, if you were a victim of anything that I have talked about today Understand that um, I'm trying to just fight for you. I'm trying to fight for our kids. I'm trying to fight for people who have been victimized and, or trafficked or anything like that. So please understand that I have my best intentions for my listeners. Um, the reason why I inform my listeners about the things that I inform them about is because I feel like people need to know. And that's basically it. But thank you guys for listening. I will see you in the trenches next time. Oh yeah, by the way, Norway, I see you. There's more listeners in Norway. I love you guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. I know a few of you. You, I have talked to a few of you. Um, I just... I love you guys so much. Um, thank you for listening. All of you that are listening. There's just... It just touches my heart. There's more people in Norway listening. And um, just wanted to let you know that I appreciate you guys. <laughs>